Week 13 is here, and we have a lot to talk about, so let's get it started. Hello, everybody. My name is Evan Ruff, and welcome back to The Devin Ruff Show. And today, we will be taking a look at the recap of the Thursday night football game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. And then we will also be taking a look at the and previewing all the other games from around the league this week. So, yeah, let's get it started. Starting off, um, let's talk about the Seahawks versus Cowboys game. Uh, the Cowboys were victorious, 41-35, to a good six-point win. And uh, I want to talk, talk about the Dallas Cowboys for a little bit, and I want to just kind of dive in. So I didn't really watch this game all too much. I, I had a couple of other things going on. But from what I could tell and from what I heard and saw and all that, it just looked like it just kind of looked like Dallas struggled a little bit um, with Seattle and kind of allowed them to just stay in the game throughout the whole game. Deron Bland, who has been a pick-six machine all year in this game, struggled a lot. DK and all the other receivers were running all over him. And this defense kind of took a step back when they were facing a better or a good team. I'm not going to say better team, but a good team. Um, you know, Seattle was kind of the same way. They, they really, their defense just didn't show up. It was a lot like the Chargers Lions game, in my opinion. It just, it felt like both defenses really did not show up and it was just a scoring palooza, you know, so where both teams just were scoring nonstop. Um, the fact that, uh, Dallas won, I think is a testament. You know, a lot of people today have been criticizing Dallas. I'll, I'm not going to criticize anyone right now, at least, but I just felt like, Dallas was favored. Um, they should have won this game way better than they did. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and it was a good Thursday night win. I mean, you if you got a chance to go to 9-3, and three, you got to take it. You know, you got to win as many games as possible. And Seahawks dropped to 6-6. Six and six. We'll see how they do. I mean, they got beat up by the 49ers last week on Thanksgiving. Now they're getting beat up by, you know, a little bit by Dallas. It's just... Feels like Seattle is not the contender that we thought they were, and they might they might struggle this year, and um you know in these last few weeks because they have a a rough rough schedule. I think they take on Philly, Dallas again, or no, they take on Philadelphia, San Francisco, and might have another team in there. And then Dallas, Dallas has a rough road too because they have to take on um Philadelphia again. They got to take on Buffalo and and also Detroit in these last three weeks. So. It's definitely going to be a testament to see how Dallas can do and also how Seattle can do in these next few weeks. But, I mean, in this game, I think this was, like, I had Dallas um, going into the game. I thought that they were just a better team. And after Seattle got picked apart last week, um, you know, I do believe that Kenneth Walker is a big reason why they have been losing these last couple weeks. Like, Kenneth Walker has made that offense really good. And when he's not out there, they struggle. You know, they struggle. And this game, their offense did not struggle at all. They got the ball out to DK like they should. And, you know, just Dallas was able to, to get to Seattle all game. So, I mean, and then on that last play, I I was, I was did I did catch the last part of this game. And I saw that last play. I don't know what they were thinking having Michael Parsons pretty much go unblocked. Because even in the press co- conference after the game, Gino even admitted, oh, yeah, we just allowed him, you know, that was a part of the game plan or a part of the play and I'm like why are you gonna let their best pass rusher come after you like that like I don't know I think that I just 
I just did not like that play call, and they probably could have chose a better one. But a screen on fourth and I think it was like fourth and two, I just I don't I don't think that was a good play design or play call. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, like I said, credit to Dallas on getting another win. They jumped to nine and three, while Seattle falls to six and six. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Seattle because I think that they're in a interesting place because you have a few teams who are on the rise, and I would not be surprised if Seattle, come January, are now out of the playoffs, you know, and you have another team maybe in the NFC North, maybe in the um, probably the NFC West, and even the, not the East, but definitely maybe the North or West, um, where I could definitely see a... Um, a team jumping in and taking Seattle's place, especially after after the game that they just had against Dallas. So, I mean, you know, uh, but yeah, good credit for Dallas. And, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens next with both of these teams. Next up, our first Sunday matchup. So what? So here's the preview part today. Um, we're going to be previewing all the other games from Sunday. And um, starting off, like I said, is going to be the Indianapolis Colts going to Tennessee and taking on the Tennessee Titans. Excuse me. Um so Indianapolis is 6 and 5 going into this game while also Tennessee is 4 and 7. Um I'm going to be honest, my my pick is uh is Indianapolis. I really like what they're doing this season. Um I think Indianapolis is a is a pretty good team. Um but don't get me wrong, I like Tennessee, and I like what Will ha- Will Levis is doing. Yes, they're not winning too many games, which that is a concern, but they are they're putting together pretty good pretty good season. Um, you know, especially after that game where uh, Will Levis did come in and have to start, and then I think that was against Tampa Bay a few weeks ago. But you know, in his first NFL start, he. Did a, he did really well, and then against Pittsburgh, you know, kind of fell off. But Indianapolis, I really like in this matchup. I really like what they've been doing. Like I said, all season, they've been in so many games. And honestly, their record could be even better if they won some of those one-possession games. But um, give me Indianapolis. Uh, like I said, I like what they're doing. I like their running situation. It looks like Jonathan Taylor will be out, though. Um, it's That's what it's sounding like. So... This will probably be a lot on um, on their backup running back, which I th- I think he's he's gonna do really well with. I mean, he's already been having a really good season, and I think that yeah, Zach Moss I think will do will do well in tonight's matchup. So, like I said, give me an Indianapolis um, in that one, and I'm gonna say a, probably a 27-17 victory for the Indianapolis Colts. Next up on Sunday, you have the Los Angeles Chargers at four and seven, taking on the New England Patriots at two and nine in New England. Um, give me the Chargers. Uh, the Patriots are coming off of a loss to the Giants, and it actually is sounding like um, Bailey Zappi might actually be the starter going into this game. Um, yeah, give me give me the Chargers. Uh, I really like what they're doing. Although they are not a winning team, they still have a lot of pieces. I mean, Austin Eckler's having a decent season, but Keenan Allen is going off this season. You know, ninety-seven catches, uh, over a thousand, a little over a hundred, eleven hundred yards, and seven touchdowns. He's absolutely killing it this season. 
Justin Herbert, I know for a lot of people, have been has been raising some red flags, but honestly, give me give me the Chargers. I think I think this one's going to probably be a blowout, or if anything, it's just going to be the Chargers. Just yeah, it's it's going to be a blowout. Give me Chargers twenty eight, Patriots six. I think twenty eight to six sounds reasonable. I just I don't see a scenario where New England wins this. I think that they can. They might be able to score some more points, but I just I like what the char I like the Chargers way better in this matchup. And uh, so yeah, give me the Chargers. Next up, you have the New Orleans Saints at home at five and six, taking on the visiting Detroit Lions at eight and three. Now, Detroit is coming off. Actually, let's let's talk about New Orleans for a second. New Orleans is coming off of a loss to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know so. That's something. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, not having the best season, but I mean, I think I I I really do think that New Orleans has a shot. But give me Detroit. Um, however, Jared Goff coming off of two really bad games and a loss to Green Bay at home on Thanksgiving. You know, I just as much as I want to say, or no, I don't want to say it because I'm a Lions fan. I really like what Detroit's doing. I I am a little worried about them. Um, if they lose this, especially, especially in like a not so great fashion, I think that Detroit will. I think that that they're probably going to then fall. And I just I really do not think that Detroit is that that good of a team if they lose to New Orleans this week. Now, playing in the Superdome is always a challenge, so you never know. But I just. Like I said, I really like I really like Detroit this season. And I really like what they're doing, but they're coming off of like two not so great, you know, not so great um, games. And this is where Jared Goff has to step up. And I think that I think that he will, but I think that it will come in the sense of he's probably not gonna have many. He's probably not gonna throw the ball as much as he has been. And I think that they're gonna rely on Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery to take the workload and to just kind of dominate this game. And I think if you get both of them going, I just don't, I just don't think New Orleans can keep up with that. So yeah, give me Detroit. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say a 31 to 17 victory. I think that they, that they come in, they win pretty easily. And I think they get out of there um, and try to look to next week when they take on the Chicago bears. Next up, so after that game, we have the Atlanta Falcons heading to the to New York to take on the Jets. Um, the Jets are coming off of a really bad loss to Miami. Um, the Hail Mary that turned into a pick six. Um, while Atlanta's coming off of a win against the, uh, the division rival Saints to take a, a lead in the division. So... Uh, give me the Falcons in this one. I really like what they're doing. Um, I just I, someone has to win that division, and I just think the Jets are really bad. And I just think that the Falcons will probably win, hopefully. But yeah, the Jets. Um, sounds like I think Tim Boyle might be the starter again this week, which I do not agree. I'm a Lions fan. I know what Tim Boyle was with the Lions, and he's showing the same thing with the Jets. Don't know why people keep giving him chances. Not to be a dick, but but I just I really just don't think I just I just don't like the 
I just really do not like the Jets in this one. I I will take the Falcons all day, so give me the Falcons. Aaron Rodgers, it sounds like, might be coming back somewhat soon. At least he's practicing right now, but I just don't see him coming. If if he was going to join the playoff race, it would have to be now, and it would have to be this week. And the fact that he's not playing this week, that just tells me I just don't think because the Jets would have to win this week and then probably win the next couple weeks and get to maybe I almost want to say six and seven. And then I could see Aaron Rodgers being like, all right, I'm going to come in to bring him to 10 and seven, get him into the playoffs. But like I said, I just think I just like Atlanta better. And I think that they'll try to get to 500 this week with a win against the Jets. Next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals at two and ten, traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the seven and four Steelers. Um, give me Pittsburgh. I I've been hearing a lot of people taking the upset in this one. I just Pittsburgh's defense is really, really, really good. I really like their defense. And don't get me wrong, I don't think their offense is that good. But I think if you get, the, I think if they get the round the ground game going, I think that's how they'll win. And I think they'll win in a very comfortable fashion if they can get that going. Um, so yeah, give me give me Pittsburgh in this. Um, like I said, I like their defense. Their offense scares me a little bit, but with no Matt Canada, I just think that that their offense will play better. I mean, they last week they had 400 yards. Yes, they only scored 16 points, but still, they you know, it's just proven that after Matt Canada was fired, their offense is at least getting a little bit better. So yeah, give me um, give me Pittsburgh. Uh, like I said, I really like what they're doing, and I think that they'll that they'll beat Arizona uh, at home. Next up for the uh, noon games, we have the Miami Dolphins at eight and three traveling to Washington to take on the four and eight Commanders. Um, so I really think that this is going to be all Miami, and yeah, I'm just going to say right now, I think they win thirty-eight to ten. Like, yeah, I think Miami's going to do really well this game um, because it's a lesser opponent, and and this season they've been dominating lesser opponents. Um, Washington, I really like what's not – I really like Sam Howell. I will defend that right now, and I think that Sam Howell is legitimately a really good quarterback. He is leading the league in passing yards. He's, He's doing a lot for this offense and making their offense really, really good. Um, I know it's his only his second year, but I mean, I, there was a point in the season. I don't think now, but I definitely thought that there was a couple of points in the season where I think that he should be a legitimate MVP candidate. But I, like I said, I just, I just don't like, like Washington all that much in this one. And I just don't like the matchup here. So yeah, give me Miami all day to just, to just dominate Washington. Um, so yeah, give me Miami. Like I said, thirty-eight to ten, um, pretty high scoring for Miami. But I just think that'll be kind of a slaughter fest. Next up, we have the six and five Denver Broncos traveling to the six and five Houston Texans. Here is my upset of the week. Give me Denver. Um, I believe people are taking yeah yeah. So Houston coming in this game is fifty-four point five percent favorites based on the ESPN analytics, and I don't see why. I really, really like what Denver is doing. I think that Denver is the better team, in my opinion. Uh, Houston is really good. Don't get that wrong. 
Houston is playing at a really high level. They have a really good quarterback right now. And I just think that Houston is has just been playing lights-out football all season. And I think that they will still do that. But Denver is on the five-game win streak. They are playing really good football right now. And they have been dominating their opponents. Like, dominating, dominating. I think that Denver will come in, and I think that they're going to get the win, and I think uh, they're going to jump to 7-5 and five on the season. I really do. I think I think the loser of this will still have shots at the playoffs, but I think the winner will have better shots, and I really like Denver in this. Denver's playing really good football, and Russell Wilson is looking like old Russell Wilson, in my opinion. I really, really do, do believe so, and I think, I think that he will have a terrific end of the year and it's all about these last few weeks but yeah um give me give me denver in this as my upset i'm gonna probably pick a 24 i think a 24 23 i think last second field goal wins this game for denver and i think uh they go to seven and five while houston falls at six and six like i said i really like both teams this one's hard it's kind of 50 50 for me but i'm gonna give the edge to denver because they have that veteran quarterback because they have you know, because they are on this, like, really, really big hot streak while the Texans are coming off of a loss at home to Jacksonville. So, like I said, give me Denver in this, and I think that, um, yeah, I think that they jumped to 7-5. and five. Next up, we have the 1-10 Carolina Panthers traveling to the 4-7 and seven Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Panthers have just fired their head coach, um, I believe, earlier on in the week. It, while Tampa Bay still has their head coach. Um, I think that this is going to be a one-sided affair for Tampa. Give me Tampa Bay. Um, Carolina is a very hard-to-predict team. I could see a win here. I really could, um, just based on the fact that there have been a lot of times where head coaches have been fired You know what? Give me an upset of the week. I have another upset alert. Upset alert. Give me Carolina in this. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm going to say Carolina. I think that they will get something going, and I think that they will beat Tampa Bay this week. Um, Don't get me wrong. I think that Tampa Bay is a good, or they're a decent team. They're not good. They're decent. Um, They got a lot of issues, and I think a lot of it stirs on their offense. Their defense, because they, they've been on a really, they just really have not gotten anything going all season. And I just think that, I think that their worst nightmares come alive. I think Carolina is primed for another win. You know, they have been really struggling all year. And the fact that they, you know, are like this right now, I just think continues. Um, you know, Bryce Young's having a really rough rookie year. Um, and I, I, I just I just have a feeling that this is gonna probably just be a game that nobody watches. But yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick an upset and if my upset comes, I think it comes in the form of the Carolina Panthers winning. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a last second, probably a last second touchdown to win 27-26. So give me Carolina. Next up we have the seven four Cleveland Browns traveling to the 5-6 and six Los Angeles Rams. Surprised that this one is favored by, for the Rams. I would have expected Cleveland to be favored in this game, but coming off of that loss to uh, Denver, 
it makes some sense. I think that Cleveland has a lot of question marks. Um, cause I think, I think Joe Flacco might be starting. Um, yeah, I, actually they haven't even decided on a quarterback who will be starting. Sean Watson out for the year. And I know that Dorian Thompson Robinson is, um, yeah, he's questionable with a uh, concussion. So it probably will be, we'll see who it is, but, um, yeah, I'm going to pick that, uh, I'm going to pick Los Angeles Rams in this one. Um, and I'm going to say it's, I, I think Matthew Stafford has a good year and I think they go to 500. I think the Rams are legit a playoff team. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think a lot of people are counting them out because they're five and six, but I, I really do think that the Rams have a good shot at the playoffs. And I think if they want to make it, they have to win this game. And I just too many question marks for me for Cleveland. And so, yeah, give me, give me the Rams in this one. Next up, we have the eight and three. San Francisco 49ers traveling to the 10 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles. Um I got another upset happening in this one. Give me the 49ers. Um actually is it even an upset? I think it is. But yeah, give me um or no, this is not an upset. So yeah, so actually San Francisco's favored and yeah, give me San Francisco. Um I really do think that this is going to be a very close one, and I think this will, again, come down to a last-second field goal. Um, I think that there's going to be probably three or four games that are close this week, and I think this is one of them. And I think San Francisco does whatever they can to win, and I think they win win decent. Um, yeah, I really like what both teams are doing this season. I think that Philadelphia is a better team, but I think San Francisco just – I think that they have been playing the last couple of weeks really well. And since they are fully healthy, I think that they're probably the most dangerous team in the league. So, yeah, give me the 49ers, uh, probably a, another 24-23 type of win. Just gritty, you know, not much. They're scoring, but not a not a ton where everyone's, like, scoring Palooza. But enough where it's like, okay, this was a good, fought, hard-fought win. And I think that if anyone's going to do it, I think uh, San Francisco probably will will do it. And I think that they'll send uh, Philly down to 10-2 and two while they go up to 9-3. and three. So, yeah, give me San Francisco in that one. Next up for Sunday Night Football, we have the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Green Bay to take on the 5-6 and six Green Bay Packers. Um, I think that this is going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Um, Green Bay is coming off a win against my Detroit Lions where they kicked Detroit's butt on Thanksgiving, and they kind of just showed everybody that, hey, we're still in contention. At 5-6, and six, they, they really are still in contention. Um, I say, as much as I hate to say that. Um, but I think that Kansas City is the better team, and I think that on Sunday night, I think Patrick Mahomes does Patrick Mahomes things, and I think he just, he'll, he'll probably torch up that defense a little bit, and... Um, Make them regret it. But at the same time, the Chiefs don't have wide receivers. So we'll be catching the passes. I think a taco will come out of the stands and catch some of the passes. Just kidding. But I could see it. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I really I really do think that Kansas City, um, like I said, they're the better team. They they got everything going for them this week. And I just I think that they go, uh, they go another week without a loss. But, um, yeah, it definitely will be interesting. I just... They, they need some wide receivers, in my opinion, because I really don't think that they are a Super Bowl 
candidate. I don't think that they will be in the Super Bowl this year because I think their wide receivers will blow it for Patrick Mahomes. I really do. They need a top wide receiver for Mahomes, in my opinion. But we'll we'll see how it goes. So, um, so yeah. And then for Monday Night Football, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at five and six, traveling to Jacksonville to take on the eight and three Jaguars. Um, the Bengals are in an interesting situation at five and six. Um, you know, Joe Burrow obviously out for the year with a, um, I think it was a torn ligament in his in his throwing hand. So he's out for the year. but And I think Jacksonville has a lot going for them. I don't think that Jake Browning does anything special on Monday night. And I think Jacksonville takes it to him. And I think that they beat him pretty pretty nicely. Um, yeah, so, yeah, give me Jacksonville in this one. Um, over Cincinnati, I just I don't see much for either team. And I just think that Jacksonville is the better team. So, like I said, give me, give me Jacksonville. So, with that being said, that is all of my predictions for this week. Um, you know, and I think that, uh, yeah, I think that we'll see a lot, a few upsets, but I also think that we'll, we'll see a lot of just dominating wins and all that. So, with that being said, I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast episode. Episode, I believe it's three. Um, sorry for the long wait. Um, you know, I'm going to try and make this more consistent. I just had a lot going on the last few weeks, so... Um, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this, thank you for so thank you so much for enjoying it. And also please um, subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you found it. And with that being said, thank you guys so much again for listening. And I will see you guys all in the next um, podcast episode. Alrighty, have a good one. God bless. Peace.